0: What's up? Welcome to the Weekly Drop Podcast with Erica and Mike. We're on episode four. Yeah, you. We did it. I say that after every episode.
1: Yeah, and after every episode, we did do it. We
0: did, said, do it.
1: But the fourth week of this episode is
0: pretty wild. Yeah, and we're like a month into doing our podcast, which is super awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm having a lot of fun. If you don't know, and now you know, we're best friends who date. We've been dating for like a year and a half, and we live together and all that good stuff. And I just like to address my voice first. It's like gone, which is terrible because I have to do my show this week, obviously. Um, For those of you that don't know, I work for a radio station, so my voice is kind of important. Um, We went to Halloween Horror Horror Nights, Nights, but we rode Velocicoaster, and that's really where I lost my voice. And did you end. Yeah, it was very scary. I felt like everything was magnified times a thousand. Yes. Um, So...
1: (laughs) And for those of you that don't know, the back of that ride is way more intense than the front of that ride, so you uh you get some zero gravity action around some turns and corners so just if you want to get the full experience ask for a back seat in that
0: I feel like 90% of that ride my butt was out of my seat Yeah we were floating and that's not okay cuz we don't have not like no shoulder over restraints. the shoulder restraints so it's very weird but if you want to follow us on Instagram you can follow us at the weekly drop a pod that's p o d we're we're moving on up on Instagram yeah. I'm excited and then we also have a Facebook page called at the weekly drop. So without the pod, just at the weekly drop. And we like to post topics on there, any trending news. Also, when we play games, like um, would you rather, we post that on there and just interaction. We are so excited to have people that actually listen and like our content. So that's super cool. Um, you were surprised yesterday. Yeah,
1: we had a, what I thought was a normal week turn into... Something very unexpected yesterday So for circumstances that we're not going to get too deep into um, My birthday, as we mentioned in the last episode Is right around the corner Um, To have specific people attend The best weekend to get everyone together in one place, one time Happened to be yesterday So I walk into a dinner that was framed for another reason And that was not the case. So I walk in and I see everyone. And it's funny because the attendant at the restaurant was like, oh, you guys are with the reservation for 20. And you were telling me how you kind of freaked out for a second. You're like, oh my gosh, she's going to know. But me, I told you later, I was like, that didn't even register. I was like, oh, just another family functions, which (laughs) I love anyway. So I'm like, all right, sweet. Everyone came. So I'm walking down the table and I notice everyone. I'm like, hi, mom. Hi, dad, everyone. And then I start to see some of our friends and I'm like, what is everyone doing here? And then I put two and two together and I had a very cool kind of oh crap moment, which was caught on camera. And uh, it was a really good night. We ended up having a very funny dinner. We took that back to our apartment and we just laughed and stuff that you need to do. You need those kind of days where you can just kind of kick back and... Yeah, get some humor out.
0: And I was nervous because you had worked earlier that day but oh, we've been planning exhausted. this for like two weeks that you didn't know. We had a Facebook group and everything yeah. and you were like, I'm so tired. I can't wait <laughs> to just like go to dinner real quick, come home and just like watch a movie with you. And I was like, ah ha ha. Oh my gosh, everybody's coming over too. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, but he's going to have fun. And, I, and it was really exciting. The video, we'll post it on Instagram and Facebook, but you can see your face. Like you're like, oh my family's here. So cute. Yeah. And then you see like all our friends at the end. You're like, Oh my God. Yeah.
1: I lit up. I, it looked like it was Christmas for me. Yeah. I watched it back a couple times and I'm like, you see that I'm excited and obviously grateful. And then it just, I'm like, what? Is and it's going so funny on? because
0: we see those people a lot. Yeah. But it was just nice to have them all in the same place, and we did invite some more people that, under certain circumstances, couldn't make it, like some of your really good friends that yes. have now become my friends, and some other people, um, Ty, that just don't like to show up to things. <laughs> oh boy, Darnell. Um, so <laughs>
1: name dropped again.
0: I had to. No, I'm just kidding. Ty said he loves us. I think. And um, so it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I, I had a great time. And um, like you said, we've been hanging out with everyone a lot as of recent, and I can't get enough of it. I I just, I love every second of it.
0: Oh, I get cute. All
1: right. That's it. Oh, Um, you know what? what? Perfect segue. So our friend David had the quote of all time. (laughs) So we're sitting at a pool, and this was last week where we had a very long week, Mm -hmm. and we're all just sitting there having some drinks by the pool, and the clouds are... They looked beautiful. I'm not even going to lie. There was the like sunset was gorgeous. It was cotton candy sky, orange sun. It was it was a painting. So he looks at it. <laughs> and David, I'm sorry, but he looks at it and he doesn't get out the whole sentence that he's thinking in his head. And the only part that came out was, I just want my friends to be happy. <laughs> and I, my neck turned so fast <laughs> and we all started laughing. And then, of course, it sat with me for a second. I was like, you know what? I really do want my friends to be happy. So anytime we could all get together and be happy, sign me up.
0: Yeah, we just want our friends to be happy.
1: So that's the name of the episode. We want our friends friends to be happy. happy. (laughs) They're going to be like, you're going to read it and be like, where are they going with this? Well, you'll see. Thanks, David.
0: All right, let's drop it like it's hot. Let's do it. Oh, sorry about my voice, guys. Okay, getting into music and celebs of pop culture. Travis Kels. So people call them the Kelsey brothers. I'm one of them. But their last name is really Kels. So Travis Kels or is, works for, <laughs> plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. And then his brother also plays football and he plays for the Philly Eagles. And his name is Jason Kels. Perfect. Travis Kels. Sorry, baby, but he is attractive and he has been trying to get with Miss Taylor Swift because Taylor is now single. So he tried to go, well, he did go to her concert when it was in Kansas City, but he said he didn't have time, like, get the chance to talk to her. Right. He even said he had, like, bracelets to give to her and all this stuff. And he's like, dang, I was going to, like, spit some game and talk to her, but he missed the opportunity. Well, they had been talking about that. And then he had this quote where he was like, You know, I want her to come see me. Okay. And the thing, though, that I'm going to say before I say the quote is one terrible pickup line to use for Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, I read it, and it was awful.
0: And I'm going to give it to you in a minute, but it was terrible. And also, I just feel like she doesn't go for sports, guys.
1: She doesn't really go for anyone popular, really.
0: I feel like she just goes for, like, artists that are, like... Kind of like a John Mayer. That's
1: the first name that came yeah, to my head, too. just a John Mayer vibe. I have yet to see her with an athlete, so.
0: Yeah, so this is what Travis said. I've seen you rock the stage at Arrowhead. You might have come to see me rock the stage at Arrowhead and see... Oh, I always
1: do this wrong. It's so cringy. you can't even read it.
0: Yeah. You might have to come see me rock the stage at Arrowhead and see which one's a little more lit. Like, uh... It's just giving cringe. It's giving... First off...
1: I know the answer of who already got it more lit. Taylor. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So why even compare yourself? First off, why compare yourself? Second off, we get it. You won the Super Bowl. You guys are amazing. Congrats. Clap, clap. Um, She's a gazillion. That's a a made up number. (laughs) A gazillion times bigger of a person on this planet than he is. Sorry to say.
0: So I think they would be kind of cute together. But also just him saying, like, see who else is lit. I'm like, I don't think that's her kind of vibe. Yeah. But I mean, I guess we'll see. So one thing that really annoyed me is they've been on a couple of podcasts lately, um, Jason and Travis. And Jason, his brother, keeps bringing up like, oh, yeah, they're together. They're doing this. They're doing that. And I don't even think they met. So I'm like, why are you talking all this crap? You just want to be in the news and with Taylor and all this stuff. I'm like, mind yours. Let your brother do his thing. And if he's going to get her, he's going to get her. And if he's not, he's going to be weird about it. Yeah,
1: it's it's very much giving high school. Yes. like It's like lunch table talk. They're like, oh my God, is he with Taylor?
0: Yeah. And he's
1: like, they're together, and everyone's like,
0: "Yay!" And I'm like, it's "We're like, like in our like twenties like, and girl, 30s. You're like- a
1: grown man playing football, which is, <laughs> I mean, let's not get kind of wrong about it, but yeah. people like to make it the manly, the manly. Manu- let's start over. The manliest sport, yeah. on earth, and it's all it's all macho and stuff, and then it's Taylor Swift who is
0: Taylor on Swift. the highest <laughs>
1: pedestal, and you're gonna like try in high school. I don't know, man. It just, it doesn't sit
0: right. It's weird, but speaking of high school, I feel like Taylor Swift is kind playing and kind of playing into it because she's been hanging out with Miss Sophie Turner, mm,
1: also in some drama.
0: As you know, Joe Jonas filed for a divorce from Sophie Turner while he was in Miami. Now, apparently, and this is all like up in the air because there's a lot of drama going on with it right now. Apparently, Sophie didn't even know from Joe that they were getting a divorce. She found out through the media which is crazy if that's true, because it's like, eh, give me a little respect. Yeah. Apparently they had a fight around August, which wasn't that far ago. Ooh, far ago. Wasn't that long ago. That too. (laughs) Um, so they had a fight and it was a big fight, but they were thinking, you know, we've solved it and all this stuff. And next thing she knows, she's getting told by the media that Joe Jonas is filing for divorce.
1: That's an insane way to find out that you're in a divorce yeah. settlement.
0: If that's true, that's absolutely crazy. Now they're fighting over the kids and it's getting wild. So I think Taylor Swift took it upon herself because if you don't know, Miss Taylor Swift dated Joe Jonas for a little bit too. Um, I even think she wrote a song about him. It's a shocker. Yeah. But Taylor was like, "Uh uh-uh, everybody's talking crap about Sophie Turner and just the whole ideal situation, all that stuff. She's like, girl, we got to hang. So they've been seen out in New York City, just killing it, going to eat food, hanging out. And everybody's like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen next. Like, is Taylor going to write a song about Sophie and Joe? Like what? It's just a very high school. Yeah. But also it's. I don't know. It's kind of cute to me that she, I feel like Taylor takes anybody that has like criticism on them. And because she goes through that so much and she's just like wraps her arm around them and she's like, Hey, I got you.
1: Well, you know, what's, what's crazy too. And I literally just thought about this is she kind of absorbs the spotlight from whoever is under like the radar. So like the original story is everything going on with Sophie Turner, Taylor comes into it and now, People aren't even talking about Sophie anymore. They're talking about, oh, what is Taylor doing? Is she thinking of music? Is she consoling? Yeah, is she there's, doing this? It's there's
0: like, a meme because there's a picture that the paparazzi took where um, they're at dinner, Taylor and Sophie. And you could tell Sophie's talking and Taylor's like intently listening. And people are like, oh, no, she's right in her next single.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, it, she has a death stare on this conversation. So. Yeah.
0: So they've hung out multiple times and I just love it. I love when girls are there for each other. I really do hope that Sophie and Joe can figure it out because they do have kids. I mean, it's just a crazy situation, and I was really rooting for them. It's not
1: a situation you'd want to wish on anyone. Mm -mm. So obviously, we hope the best comes out of it. But uh, but yeah, Taylor kind of mixing herself into it is a little interesting. It
0: very interesting.
1: Interesting (laughs) is (laughs) what this next topic. That was my seg.
0: (laughs) That was so bad. Okay, go.
1: Interesting is what this next topic is about. So. This is sad because I was a huge fan. Prior to you knowing me, I had met this person at a meet and greet. I actually did a FaceTime with him. <laughs> when you told me that, crazy. I was like crazy. He was doing promos for his album, and he was FaceTiming fans. And I literally did it in the living room of my parents' house. Aww. And it was it was a really cool moment because you don't get to interact with artists like that. Kind of too often. But uh, this artist that I'm referring to is Tori Lames, who you refer to as Tori Lames. <laughs> and uh, Tori is currently about to serve a 10-year sentence at North Kern in California. It's a medium security facility. He's currently on isolation, meaning because he's such a high-profile celebrity, whenever he wants to do anything, it is alone. It is just him. That's he wants sad. to go outside and see the grass just him.
0: It's cool. Cause it is going to keep him safe, safe, but it's also sad because it's like, usually when you, and I've never been to jail. I don't know that much about it, but I'm seeing, yeah, knock on wood. I'm seeing from like shows and some like stories I know, you go into isolation when you're like in trouble, like in a lot of trouble. You're right. supposed to be by yourself so you can't hurt anybody or do anything crazy. So the fact that he has to be in isolation and kind of taking away from him just talking to certain people, I do feel really bad yeah, for it's him. Sad. But also you understand because he is Tory Lane's Lames. <laughs> um the other thing about that situation before you go into your story is okay, apparently he shot Meg.
1: Oh Yeah, so he's currently um, in prison for negligent discharge of a firearm, assault with a semi-automatic weapon, mm-hmm. and carrying a loaded unregistered weapon. So really the biggest stinger is the discharge and carrying it unregistered because he had some priors where he just he made some bad life decisions and it's really sad before i'll go too deep into it because i know you have a point you want to bring up but he pretty much during the 2020 times of covid and everything he was at the top of the Mm -hmm. world he had quarantine radio and this was the artist that was kind of keeping the music industry alive so a huge fall from grace there but you can continue
0: Well, just the thing. So I love Megan Thee Stallion. I know some people either love Tori or love Megan. People are choosing their sides. I love Meg Thee Stallion. I believe that if he did really shoot her like it was said, that's terrible. And I'm more team Meg than him. But what I do hate is that there's so many other people of different races that have done worse things and have gotten off with like three years three months probation and then they're giving him 10 years.
1: It's excessive.
0: And so I just like, eh, like I'm glad he got convicted, but 10 is crazy to me because I'm just, there's people that unfortunately have sexually assaulted women that are- In a college or something, and they're like, "No, it's okay. Just do three months probation, and you're good." I'm like, "What do you mean?" And then he discharges the gun, which yeah, it hurt Megan, and that's terrible. But I'm like, ten years.
1: It's crazy. It's
0: wild. And
1: and I I think about it in terms of people that aren't in prison. Yeah. And I'm like, your whole there's a large chunk of your life that's going to come and go, and so many memories and experiences Mm -hmm. that'll happen in the next ten years for not just myself and you, but for everyone, our listeners, everyone in the world and when he gets out again it's a completely different world that he's coming into so i wish the best for him in his 10 year isolation sentence which is crazy he to think about and a son right he does so his son's going to be a teenager mm-hmm. by the time he gets out that's a huge chunk of the development stage of a child's life that you're just gone that's sad so again we wish nothing for nothing for nothing but the best <laughs> um but yeah we'll see what happens as that evolves I know he still has his management team and everyone running his accounts and he promised new music Alone at Prom was his most recent release and it is one of the best albums in the previous couple years so we'll see where it goes musically but I don't know it's not it's looking bleak
0: yeah he's a good artist but the
1: mm -hmm. outside of the music is not good
0: yeah but you know what is good
1: we had an album come out (laughs) Not
0: us. Not us. Oh, yeah. We didn't drop fire. Someone did. One day. Actually, (laughs) no. I don't think we could drop fire
1: like that. (laughs) Not with our performances so far.
0: But Miss Doja Cat, y'all know how I feel about her. That's my queen. I love her so much. She dropped the album Scarlet. And when I tell you she left no crumbs, four plus four equals eight. And that's what she did. Yeah. I wish you could see Mike's face right now. It's crazy. Every album, I'm saying, I mean, every song, I feel like every song was a hit and there were no skips. Like we listened to it once and we were just like, whoa. Then I listened to it again at the gym. Then I listened to it again at the gym. Then when we had the people over for the surprise party, we put it on. And even my cousin, Joey was like, oh dang, she really rapping on here. And I was like, yeah, people were sleeping on her. And she was like, let me feed y'all. Yeah. And y'all
1: ate it up. Y'all were fed. So I gave it a nine out of 10 first listen, which I mean I critique music very yes, seriously. Do. So the production on this album is top tier, mm-hmm. best in recent memory. She goes back into eighties, nineties, two thousand samples for her music. Highlights on the album include Agora Hills, Whew. which is the most recent single. She released five singles off yes. a, off the album, which is insane. And
0: the music video and to a music it.
1: video that pairs with it, which that's that needs a whole dissection in <laughs> yeah. itself. But uh that's a highlight for me. Love life is a highlight for me. Yes. And my favorite song on the entire album is Can't Wait.
0: Can't Wait is so vibey. And actually we were just at the gym before here. And once you listen to Can't Wait, you'll understand. But it's definitely about like her and her man and how she's gonna always be there for him. And I know that Mike loves a song, but even on top of that, I love the song. And I was like, you know what? I feel everything she's saying. I feel for you. So I haven't done this in like years because I'm never really dating anyone. Do it. But I dedicated. Let's go. Can't wait to Mike because I'm like, that is how I feel. Like, it's just like, I can't wait to have you next to me. I can't wait next to be with you. And I just feel that all the time. And that got really sappy. So we're going to move on. It was
1: so good. I, it felt when you said that to me, <laughs> it felt like you just burned a CD. Like you made me a mixtape. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is like With amazing. my words. Me my, me in 2008 was John. Up and down.
0: Oh, I love it. So, yeah, the whole album is so good. I, it's funny because she released uh, Attention first, then she released Paint the Town Red, which obviously became number one rap song. It
1: it was the first uh, rap song to go number one in 2023. Yeah.
0: And then she released Demons, which at first, the music video is crazy. Insane. But at first, I was like, this song is good, but I don't know how I feel. One of my favorite songs now. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. The The beat beat, is ridiculous. What she's talking about, like you really have to listen to that song. Then she released uh, Balut, Mm -hmm. which you said means...
1: Yeah, she said that Balut is um, symbolic of a dead bird. Mm -hmm. And if you guys are following anything recently, Twitter has just died. And it is now rebranded as X. Mm. So she is kind of alluding to the fact that all her haters kind of perished with Twitter. So like she got rid of all the loose ends that she needed to. And now moving forward into this new Scarlet era is her and her day one fans that didn't switch up on her. Which I think is amazing.
0: And one of my favorite things she says, and I can't remember the song, which I should. So she was talking about in one of her songs how she was a sellout because of her pop songs, which
1: still were fire. Yeah, Woman (sighs) is still in my top 10 songs played and that what one two years old now that's yeah
0: it's crazy because she said her albums hot pink and planet her they were pop albums and she's like yeah i just did that kind of to get to the top cash grabs i was a sellout but then i started believing in myself and then she made this album and one thing i'm going to say about this album is it's confidence all the way through through and through like she knows who she is she knows who her friends are she knows who her true fans are and it's like i feel confident listening to the album so I feel like, like I'm that B when I listen to the yeah. album.
1: Yeah, no doubt. But it she- enhances that uh, that listening experience yeah. too because it's it carries this bravado and this. This aura of like, this is me, this is how I am. I know Take who it or I am. Leave it. Yeah, And the people that leave it, it's okay that you don't want it, just don't be around. Period. And that's perfectly
0: fine. So <laughs> I wish these mics were in my hands so I could drop it, but it's on like a little on, lever, lever thing. Oh, no. Mm. Okay, so going into Song of the Week, my Song of the Week is the album. Uh,
1: it's a good song.
0: <laughs> Scarlet. But if I had to choose right now, I would say, oh, I'm just like looking through it and I kind of can't. Um, it's kind of like at a last-minute thing, but I'm gonna just go with demons, because she's talking about how everybody's like, oh, all her tattoos are demonic, all like everything she's doing is demonic, and she's just like, I oh don't know, I was just making y'all talk about it so that I could do this and drop this hardness on you, and then you'd be like, oh, what's wrong with Doja? But there's nothing wrong with her, and demons like has this base that's like. I don't know. It's I don't even know even, how to you explain know what? it. It's
1: not even the bass that gets me in that song. It's the background where it's kind of like it feels like you're going upstairs in yeah. like a weird way. So the bass obviously carries because it's it's thumping periodically throughout the song, but. It does like a
0: yeah, and it's like
1: where am I going with this? But then at the top, once you reach the apex of it, it drops the bass down exactly, and you're like, this is insane. They they went nuts on that.
0: They went crazy, and then so that is Da got that dope is the one that produced that. Da got that dope, and then she's like, how my demons look now while you. Shook. I can't. I don't I'm, I'm curse. proud that
1: you actually did it though, because I was going to ask, were we getting a performance this week? And you, you delivered.
0: I delivered. You know, how I'm deliver deliverer. But her second <laughs> delivery, her second <laughs> don't laugh at
1: me. I am tackling over here.
0: Her second verse, I absolutely love. And I'm going to pull it up right now because I just want to go over it really quick.
1: So while you're looking that up, the song Can't Wait, I think I love it even more because. The first some odd tracks of the album is so just in your face. This is what you're going to get. I'm rapping, rapping. I'm here to deliver. I don't care what you guys think. And then she slows it down on that song. And it's almost like self-realization. Like, I can do this, but I didn't forget what else I can do. She's like rapping, 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 rapping. And then, oh, I can sing too in case you forgot.
0: I do think it does start with Agora Hills. Like okay. that's when you're it gets right, into right, an right. R&B moment and then can't wait. She's like in her R&B bag. And even often after that, she's still kind of there. And then she kind of goes back into like her rapping. And that's why I like this album. Cause she's like, it's 90% rap, but she still gives her Doja R&B vibe on it. So in demons in the second um, rap, she says, I'm a puppet. I'm a sheep. I'm a cash cow. Because everybody was saying that she posted those tweets where she was saying, pink um hot pink and planet, planet her were just cash grabs and she said it herself she's like and now i'm not a sellout anymore i can do whatever i want she says i'm the fastest growing beat on all your apps now which is funny because she lost five hundred thousand followers because she was acting a little crazy but
1: she's more famous than ever
0: exactly because everybody's talking about her i reached out to one of my best friends davis and i was like um hi have you listened to the album and she's like, no, she's been a little weird lately. And I'm like, no, you have to go listen. And then she texted me back because she was like, oh, this is fire. So I just, that's my song. I went in depth like you did with your Drake I stuff. I love it. I just love her. And I can't wait to see her in November. Okay, go.
1: So I got a quick one this week. I'm not, no in-depth lyrical. This We is just, switched. I know. And this is so different than the angle you took on it with the Doja mm-hmm. and In Your Face stuff. This is song is my favorite Silk Sonic song of all time. I know what it is. Would you like to tell the viewers? No. Okay. (laughs) So, did you know that Love's Train by Bruno Mars and Anderson Paak, who make Silk Sonic, is not an original song?
0: I didn't until you found it out and told me.
1: So, it is the lead single from Confunction and that is spelled C-O-N Funk, F-U-N-K and then Shun S-H-U-N. Off their 1982 album. Mm. So this is an old song.
0: And they and, remade it? And
1: they reimagined it. They kept the lyrics to the T. So same exact song. Um, they just put their Bruno Anderson spin on it. And it is the best.
0: I remember when you found that song. Did you I were, listen
1: to anything else? No, you
0: literally. I think you spent the whole time in the gym. And we spent like an hour to an hour and a half in the gym. Just playing it over and over. I'm like, hey, babe, over. I listened
1: to it. Off the pre-workout, like wigging out. I'm yeah. like, babe, I listened to it a hundred <laughs> times. It's so good.
0: And then we get into the car. He's like, do you want to listen to Love Train? I'm like, I <laughs> guess I don't have a choice. So do you, are you going to sing some?
1: So. <clears throat>
0: oh. If you are that special lover and love keeps you tied to another, that's the way it goes on Love train. And that's all I got. But you got to watch the video because they do this oh, jump. the dance. And the hair pops
1: up <laughs> he's good because anderson pock has like a bowl cut in the music <laughs> video but his hair like swings with him and it's amazing it's
0: a vibe it's so
1: good it really is Net two as a tandem is amazing that's one of the best duos that yes. you could think and it's so random it is but sonically but silk sonically, <laughs> sonically they sound so good
0: <laughs> <laughs> they sound silky
1: oh silk sonic
0: okay so that's my
1: song of the week
0: and i love it Thank and you. I don't know how this man does this, but we're moving into movies and I just don't understand.
1: Someone make it stop.
0: I just, he's getting baddies after baddies after baddies. This
1: man has more baskets than Michael Jordan. Oof. He's got more touchdowns than Tom Brady. Oof. He's got more home runs than Babe Ruth.
0: Oof.
1: This man is Pete Davidson.
0: Pete Davidson. I don't understand, but I do. So it's weird.
1: Please explain because I don't.
0: Okay. He's funny.
1: Not that funny. He's funny. He's not that funny to do what he's doing.
0: You don't know him like that. And I don't know him like that, but I'm assuming he has a great personality. So if we're freaking out because he's dating, well, apparently dating Madeline Klein from Outer Banks. Banks. Um, She's an actress and Pete Davidson is an actor and comedian. So she's a baddie. For sure. She used to date um, Chase Stokes and then she dated somebody after that. And what I find interesting about this whole situation is when she dated the person in between Pete Davidson and Chase Stokes, she's like, I learned after the Chase Stokes relationship because they are the co-stars on Outer Banks that she wanted to keep her love life private. And she was like, you know, I just realized what things need to be personal to me and I don't need to post everything. And now I'm surprised because I'm like, Pete Davidson is the last thing from private. No. He was with Emily Ratajkowski. He was with Ariana Grande and Caged Ariana Grande. Uh, Kim he, K. He was with Kim K, which was a whole thing, even in her show. Um, he also was with Sue. I forget her name. He was with somebody recently that she's also an actress.
1: But it doesn't matter who he's with because he is the talk of the town. Mm-hmm. And all it took was two people for him to be dating for this domino effect to happen that all of a sudden it, it's like it's like a check mark off their list. Yeah. They're like, I have to date Pete Davidson. It's on my bucket list.
0: But it's also like, I'm wondering, does he have a roster? Because he does not stay with these women for long. He is, but,
1: but, but, but he, you could tell he loves people hard cause he gets tattoos oh, yeah. very early on.
0: Yeah. I think that's definitely his personality and his love language might be like giving or something like that. But it's just interesting to me. And A lot of guys get upset and they're like, well, Pete Davidson, he looks like he's on drugs. Pete Davidson goes through a lot. He's been through through a a lot of stuff. He's been through rehab. He's been, he is in therapy. He checks into rehab every couple of months just to make sure he's on the right track, which I absolutely love about him. But they're like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I think if you can make somebody laugh. That's the end-all be-all. You crack me up. You're so funny. And then on top of that, it's like you're attractive and hey. we have the same likes and stuff like that. But if you couldn't make me laugh, and I always used to say this when I was younger. <laughs> then I'd be ugly. Then you're ugly. No. If you couldn't <laughs> make me laugh, then there's no point because I'm a corny, goofy person. And I feel like that's how Pete Davidson is. And these girls like kind of go towards that. There might be another thing that they go towards. But we I ain't going to talk about, about that. that. And I think it's true. But... Uh-huh. <laughs> that's Swing. just what i think yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just what i think when that situation i'm just worried that madeline klein literally was like i like to keep my stuff private and now she's on every single outlet being like madeline and Pierre da- dating
1: well baby girl
0: it so, ain't private anymore i wonder if it's gonna be completely confirmed i wonder how it's gonna go i mean
1: we'll see what happens the first person who will know will be the tattoo artist because oof
0: <laughs> You want whose name on you now?
1: (laughs) Madeline. Madison. Madeline. Madeline.
0: You could put Sarah from Outer Banks.
1: Oh, (laughs) Oh, boy. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Love it
1: so. In more movie news this week, the Barbie movie, the biggest movie on earth, mm-hmm. is coming back to theaters because people could not get enough of it the first time around.
0: I still haven't seen it a second time,
1: and you want to so. Bad.
0: I'm literally like, kind of, this sad. is a nightly
1: thing. It's like, we need to see it again. We need to see it. I again. do
0: want to see it though. So now it's back in IMAX, and I think that would be awesome to see, especially the first scene. Where she just is like standing there in all her glory and everybody's getting rid of their little baby dolls and they're like, Barbie's here. I'm like, that would look so cool on the big screen. And um, they have it right now on Amazon Prime to buy those 30 bucks to rent is 25. So you might as well buy it. it. But I'm just like, maybe I should go see it in theaters again. And then eventually it's going to come down on price and then we could buy it to own. But that movie is so good. And it's just like, that's how you know the movie's good, is that they're like, we released it a while ago. Now we're going to release it in IMAX. You're welcome.
1: And I think the tie to to going back to seeing it in the theater versus just buying it on Amazon right now, is there's going to be some new scenes in the movie that mm-hmm. weren't in it the first time? So apparently, Alan, who's played by Michael Sarah, the best. I think every time I see this dude's face, I just start laughing because we think of Super Bad almost every day.
0: We recently we just referenced
1: Super Bad every day. We
0: finally finished Jonah's awful, and, and at he the showed end, showed up. He had something covering his face, and when they took it down, we we're like Michael Sarah.
1: And then it, even in the show, they're like Michael Sarah, <laughs> and I'm like, so Why good. is he here? He just shows up places. Like I don't think he's actually offered roles. He just shows up on. Sets and they're like just find something for him to do. Yeah they're like that'll work. (laughs) So Michael Sarah, insane but he plays Alan in the movie who is kind of the abandoned doll friend of Ken.
0: Yeah so Ken is the main one but Alan is like supposed to be his friend but then nobody liked him. No one cared
1: so they cancelled the the toy sales of Alan but (laughs) But now now, of course everyone wants an Alan so uh, he has a new scene which is apparently laugh out loud funny which we'll have to go back and see that way we can talk about it. And then Ryan Gosling, who his "I'm Just Ken" performance was one of the highlights of the movie, is also going to be performing a rendition of "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" what? with a spin for boys. So it's "Boys Just Want to Have Fun."
0: Okay, I like that it wasn't in the original movie because that would have been a lot because mm-hmm. they were singing the whole time.
1: That singing montage at the end of the movie was it was like whoa, ten minutes so long. long. <laughs> I I am like, like, does it end? And then he's right in my face again. I'm just kidding. I was like, oh, you are, sir.
0: You're Knuff. (laughs) It's good.
1: Speaking of that, we were at Universal, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But I saw someone wearing the I am Knuff jacket.
0: I just feel so good when I see that because I'm like... You are, sir,
1: and oh, and I was about to say that to him, and I wimped out because oh, it no. was in the bathroom, and like I don't know why the bathroom talk is kind of like a weird space. Like, are you allowed to talk to people? It's so funny, because for girls or? it's so different. Oh yeah, no, in the guy's bathroom, there's a literal chart of. If someone is standing at a particular bathroom stall, you cannot use the next one because that breaks (laughs) guy code. You have to space it out. You can't do next to each other. So I'm entering the bathroom as this gentleman is exiting. And I want it to be like, dude, I like your jacket. But then I for me i don't know why but i was like well, why would i even like say that like it's a where's nice the jacket situation? so what was i gonna be like yeah bro nice nice knuff jacket you are enough sir and he'd be like yeah thanks
0: i got it on amazon yeah, yeah.
1: where'd yeah. you get it let me get the knuff link mattel like, what <laughs> mattel so anyways he had it and it looked just like the one in the movie so
0: let me get you one
1: i am knuff. you are you want to bring up the sport you, so <laughs> you're gonna love this one so do you want me to start it or you want to start it
0: uh go for it
1: so the this is fresh hot off the press news the super bowl halftime show is going to be headlined by usher
0: Woo, baby let me love you down
1: that performance is going to be ridiculous so
0: many ways to love i could use my messed up voice for this yeah baby i could break you down wait
1: yeah Yeah, you guys asked for two performances this week? (laughs) Okay, got it. Yeah, they called, they asked for two performances this week. So Usher is going to be headlining. He also same day as the Super Bowl is going to be releasing a new album to accompany the performance.
0: Awesome. So
1: that makes me a little bit nervous because I don't want the performance to be all these new songs as much as I do love some of them like the one with Kiki Palmer. Yes. Which that was a huge cash grab.
0: Boyfriend.
1: I want him to do the old stuff. So that brings me into my first question for you is what song do you absolutely need to hear at the Super Bowl halftime performance?
0: Bad Girl. Bad Girl. Bad Girl is so good. What I think, though, before you tell me your song, so Justin Timberlake did the halftime show, not... The one where he with Janet Jackson. The one to with the homage to Prince. Yes, and he did like his whole what is it called catalog. Catalog. I feel like that's what Usher sure should do.
1: I believe. Yep, you're right. Because if point.
0: not, it's like what are you? What I need are you, you doing? to go
1: all the way back yeah. and then bring it to recent. I don't care if you do any of the new stuff. Like I almost expected at this point because yeah. it's self promotion. But give us what we were there for. So with this. There are some absolutely ridiculous Well, oh, no, you got to tell me what song you want to okay, hear. Okay, okay, okay. So before I talk about some of the things in the reception for this announcement, I need to hear You Don't Have to Call.
0: Oh! It's okay, girl. Yeah, this is singing part now. Yeah. I'm going right tonight.
1: Yeah, they, they called again. They said three performances is okay Heard, for
0: this
1: okay. Thank you, you so much. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, so here's some of the quotes and the reception of Usher being announced as Super Bowl halftime performer. Imagine your team is down by 10 and he's playing confession.
0: <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> You're
1: sitting in the locker room. Funnier would be if Kansas City's in it and Travis Kelsey's the one having to listen Oof. to it and fresh off a breakup with Taylor Swift. Yeah, Is that, are we anticipating? Am I just, oh, am they're I not way gonna, out are
0: if, if they get together, they're not staying together.
1: Did I... Prediction pod Did I just say that the Chiefs are going to make the Super Bowl? Travis Kelsey's going to date and break up with Taylor Swift, and Usher's going to perform confessions all at halftime.
0: You did, but I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl.
1: They we'll don't have to win, they it. could be in it. I don't
0: think they're going to be in it.
1: Okay, so that's the first one. <laughs> uh, someone said this would have been heat 20 years ago, and <sighs> that makes me like mad. That. that makes me so mad. That
0: means that person hasn't seen him live. That means that person's eight years old. I've seen him live three times already. And every single time, it's fantastic. I saw
1: him live for the first time with you back in May, Mm -hmm. and I was astounded. I'm like, this is great. This is what a performance. And he did something similar to what you just mentioned a full catalog of music, new stuff, old stuff, the whole shebang. And the funniest one is someone said Kiki Dunn already pre ordered her tickets. (laughs)
0: Kiki Palmer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then someone doubled down and said, she don't have to pre-order them. She'll be part of the show.
0: For real though. Like a little mini me, but she's such a good dancer and singer on that. She sings so well.
1: So he's going to be headlining the halftime show. I love it. I'm excited. I think it's a great idea.
0: I wonder though, because obviously he's Usher. He knows so many freaking people. If he's going to bring out somebody and who that'll be. Because right now it's just going to be him.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that's, we're going to call it the Avengers syndrome where people are now in this day and age expecting huge collaborations and all these Mm -hmm. guest performers and guest appearances and cameos. So now because of Super Bowl 50, was it, where they had the whole hip hop one in LA, everyone came out and it was a phenomenal show. But now everyone's like. Oh, who's coming out with so like Rihanna last year? We were waiting for someone to pop out. She started to do what's my name, and I thought for sure yeah. Drake was coming out. And yes, I can't go one episode without Name. Talking about Drake. Drake, yeah. So that's gonna be it for this episode. Not that <laughs> not the whole episode. We're gonna keep going. Tuned out. Um <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I think he's gonna do great. But to continue with sports, Steven Jackson has been in headlines recently, and not for good reason. He is calling everyone. Who chooses money over championship rings losers?
0: Oh, that's a big statement.
1: So keep in mind this man is a 14-year NBA vet and a former champion. So someone who has uh, okay. won it and experienced it.
0: I sorry, I don't know who he is. Who did who did he play for? Oh,
1: now you're testing my sports true. So Steven Jackson, like I said, 14 years in the NBA, a lot of teams. He was bounced around like a Mm. Yeah, mm. Um, New Jersey Nets, Atlanta Hawks, Pacers from Indiana. I don't know why I said it backwards. <laughs> Golden State Warriors, Milwaukee Bucks, Charlotte Bobcats, who are now the Charlotte Hornets, uh, San Antonio Spurs, and Los Angeles Clippers. And
0: who did he win with
1: the San Antonio Spurs in two thousand three? Okay, so I know
0: that's right.
1: There are two sides being taken to this argument, and it's split right down the middle, 50-50. Everyone is either saying. Yep, he's right. You need to get that championship. And I feel like that's the competitive side. And I'm split too with this because I also feel like you got to chase the rings and and the glory. The other side is the business financial side saying, go get the bag. And if you happen to run into a championship, congratulations along the way. But set up yourself and your kids and your kids' kids for life.
0: You know what this makes me think about? How the Jets coach was like, you're either going to be you know, the person that goes the furthest or you're going to be the person that's content with where they yes. are. And that's what I think about when you talk about this because I'm like are these people going to be the ones that are like, no, I'm not going to stop until I get that championship ring or I'm content where I'm at, I got my money.
1: Yeah, and there very much are people like that. I think one of the biggest examples, which people love to hate on him, but he's one of the most talented people on this planet to play basketball is Kevin Durant. And people make fun of him because he jumps from team to team. Mm -hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, he's, he's chasing something bigger than money. And I respect that. But at the same time, for the people that do get the opportunity to play in the NBA and be great at it, and you're making a lot of money. Continue to make that money because that's going to come and go before you know it.
0: I mean, that's what even you just said. All the teams that that guy Stephen Jackson's on. Yeah, he's I been feel on like all those teams And too. he only won
1: with one of them. Yeah. So exactly, and that's how ironic is that? Mm-hmm. So he's talking about don't do that, but he did. Yeah. So it's just a weird situation. I personally, I don't know if I was in that situation how I would approach it, but yeah, I think. As of right now, what I would say is go get the money set you and your family up for life and see what happens.
0: I mean, that's all you can do right now. Yeah. And And then hope to be a champion. Exactly. And someone made a good point
1: and they said uh, statistically, more people don't win championships than the people Mm -hmm. that do. So if you're in the league, you might as well get the money. So I agree.
0: I just think as long as you try your hardest and like work for it, not just be super complacent,
1: then you're good. Tell them, coach. Yeah. That was so inspirational.
0: Coach Erica. I'm here.
1: Blowing whistles.
0: We, we. um so.
1: <laughs> What's our main topic?
0: We went to Halloween Horror Nights. We did. Yes. So it was super awesome. I was blessed to go on media night, which was the first night that they opened this year, September 1st. Um, this is the earliest they opened, too. They're doing it for two whole months. And I had such a good time. I did every single house. And then My station was broadcasting live from Universal on Friday. So we went Thursday night and we got to do six out of 10 houses. And what was your favorite house out of the ones we did?
1: My favorite house was definitely The Last of Us. Yes. So I played the game. I watched the show. I'm a huge fan. And this felt like you were dropped right into that universe. And it was very scary. It was very scary to try and escape. And obviously you're walking in line, but when you immerse yourself in your surroundings, there was a point in there where I was like, "Um, how do we get out of here?" Yeah. Like, "Get me out."
0: I thought it was awesome, so the first time I went, I've never seen the show and I've never played the game, but I know what it is, especially cuz you had just finished watching the show. So the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is really cool. This is interesting. Like, I know he's really going to like it, but I don't really understand it." Um, but regardless of not understanding it, the house was put together so well that I felt like if I did watch it, I was like, this is it. Like, this is the show to, like, this is the house to be in. So when we left, I had two friends that went to the media night with me and they're super fans. And they were like, oh, can we just go back in? and that's how I knew like you would love this house because I'm like they played the game they saw the show and they just want to go back in there and kind of just like look at everything and re-experience it and so I was like oh you're going to have a blast and we ended up waiting in line pretty long, a long for that time. with the fast pass and it was worth it it was so worth
1: it it was worth it and for those of you that don't know this series and um, game follow a pair of people connected through the harshness of the world that they live in which is located in Pittsburgh in this universe and they are forced to endure the brutal circumstances and ruthless killers on a trek across a post outbreak America so the synopsis is essentially there's a disease that starts infecting people and there's stages of that disease the worse you get the more disformed you get and these are some creepy That's creepy awesome. animals that show up in this game show and now Halloween Horror Nights house.
0: And it was cool. um, During the media night, I got to learn a lot more information than if you just go. And they said they had been working on this house for two years. Crazy. And they put it right, I guess it takes place in Pittsburgh, right? So they put it right in the center of Pittsburgh where a lot of the scenes happen because that's where most of the monsters are and they wanted you guys to experience all of that. So I just felt like when the clickers thing happened.
1: Mm. And for those of you that don't know, clickers are one of the stages of the infected and they lose their eyesight and their ability to speak but they're still kind of humanoid at this point and all they do is they're it's very quiet and they do a perfect job in the house too so i'm not to spoil it too much for you guys but there's a portion where you're walking and it's very quiet and all you hear is it
0: was crazy you were walking through you said
1: oh no nah. i said oh no not the clickers <laughs> And honestly, there's scarier ones than that, but yeah. there's the eeriness of hearing that click and no voice or anything. And
0: not knowing where they are.
1: Exactly. And then when they finally do emerge and screech, uh I, there was a part where I sprinted. I ran. <laughs> and I felt bad because don't leave your homies behind, right? But it's uh, bye bye, Erica. You left me I'm gone.
0: Right, right behind. So Survivor. I yay. Who's a survivor? I did. I ran. Oh. <laughs> I ran away. <laughs> okay, goodbye.
1: Fight or flight, right?
0: <laughs> I um I don't fight or flight that's I, great great job I, <laughs> I don't fight or flight i kind of just go down into a ball and hope JJ nobody the hurts me i don't know what that means <laughs> um so another one i really enjoyed and it's one of my absolute favorites and i will tell everyone that is going to halloween horror nights do blood moon dark offerings that thing so one thing that scares me a lot is that something that can be real life and that House can be real life. So basically, it's a colonial era village, and there's like moon worshipers that witness a blood moon at their fall harvest festival. So they take it as a sign to hunt down anyone that's been making fun of them and doesn't believe in them.
1: Like purge style.
0: Purge style and start like killing everyone and offering it up to the moon, the blood moon. Just scary, man. These people coming out of nowhere. Um, The set design is absolutely insane. And then there's this, I'm not going to ruin it for you because it's crazy. But the last scene, it just takes you out.
1: And you just don't know who's going to pop up. And that's all we're going to say. Yeah. But it is a blink it and miss it house on the left. For those of you that are fortunate enough to go to Halloween Horror Nights, right by the little minion section on the left-hand side. Go right in right when you enter if you can. Uh, catch it while it's a lower wait time mm-hmm. because it is worth it. And once news spreads that it's a great one, you're going to watch that wait time skyrocket. Yep. So get it while you can. It is insane. It's my second favorite. The only reason I didn't say favorite is because The Last of Us just of course, took, the, yeah. took the cake for me. But I, I really did enjoy that one as well. And I'm someone that hates scary stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting me to go to this was insane. And this is actually only my second one ever. Last year was the first time I had ever been. And well worth it. I would. and Now I'm one of those people that like wants to wear the shirts and, yeah. and go every year. Uh, so we'll see. But um, but I had a great time. And anyone that en- actually enjoys that stuff, go. Yeah, I've you're been love going
0: it. since I was in like seventh grade. I took my mom the first time, and that was hilarious because she's not really into all that. And but she was like, you know, my daughter wants to go. I'm gonna go. So then I kept going, and then I was fortunate enough to have a friend that worked there, so we got to go to um, the night that all the employees get to go to which is super awesome and then yeah i started taking mike there and we had so much fun so i don't know if you could go to halloween Horror Nights this year i think this is one of the best years they definitely just topped it stranger things you didn't get to do that house unfortunately right. the wait was like two hours it was
1: nah, it was ridiculous
0: it's so much fun if you've seen season four go into the house it's awesome it's not scary At all,
1: it's just a perfect homage to, and and I'm speaking like I went to it. It's so bad. Well, vicariously through you, um, what I could tell you is it's a perfect homage to season four. All of the highlights of that season that were watchback moments Mm -hmm. that you were just itching to go back on Netflix and be like, "Oh, you remember that? You remember that scene?" Uh, They put all of that into this house.
0: Yeah, so I posted a reel on my Instagram at Erica Janine on air of my Halloween Horror Nights experience. The first night I went. And there's a couple of videos from the Stranger Things Four House that's pretty cool. So I really enjoyed it. I'm sorry you couldn't go to that house specifically, but it made us start watching Stranger Things Again. from episode one, season one, and we're loving it. And we're putting everything together. Yeah, that's like whatever happened in season four. We're like, oh, oh, they that talked makes about it so back much then. sense, yeah, and
1: all the Easter eggs and fun stuff. So we'll see if we find anything new, we will let you know. Yep, but um. Real quick, this is kind of my favorite question. One of my favorite questions of the day is what do you want for next year for Halloween Horror Nights? So what is a house that would just captivate you, you'd wait all of the minutes for, and uh, and you just itching to get into? So
0: I have one style of okay. house that I want and then one that... It's funny that you'll like. All right, let's hear. It. So my first style is I think people sleep on the old school houses that are just like themed, like the blood moon offering and not the super big stranger things or the um Last of Us and stuff like that, which are still good houses, but just like the clown house and this those old school houses really just get you to jump and freak out because they know what horror is because it's been going on for so long. Right. That anything that has to do with old school for me is like amazing. I just think it's so much fun. Then the other one is, if you haven't seen Demons, the music video. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: (laughs) Doja Cat has a uh, Demons video that she literally is like a demon she's
1: I, she's babadook style on the ceiling
0: so scary you watch and you're like yo what am I? you want to go pray real quick like it's weird red eyes a full grill mm-hmm. so her teeth are shining and it is, it's and terrifying. they're crawling on the bed yeah, they're nah, doing and there's nah, nah, multiple nah, 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 of her they're in an nah. attic so i was like yo if you just had a doja cat demons themed house I mean, I'd probably be the only one that goes through it, but I'd be hyped.
1: I wouldn't put it past them to at least entertain the idea after doing the weekend house. So they're not afraid to do musical artists. And I mean, if we're going to pick one and we're going to make it scary and it's themed, go for it. Exactly. People are going to go. People are going to go visit. Yeah.
0: And it's you're going to go and be like, oh, even if you're a Doja Cat hater or something, you're going to be like, I need to see what they did with this house, which is still getting their them their money, you know?
1: Yeah. And speaking back, because obviously you spoke on the song earlier, just I'm imagining walking through and you start to see like the set from the music video, mm-hmm. but then the song playing. Oh, I'd be terrified. How much love? I would get goosebumps.
0: And then she is a demon that's in all black.
1: Yeah, so Ooh. you can't see it. All you would see is eyes and the grill. So oh her smiling, gosh. nah, dude, I'm out.
0: I got the chills. I'm
1: out. <laughs> so for me, I kind of did some pipe dream ones because I don't think it'll ever happen. Um the first one is gonna be because of licensing rights and they just can't at this point. But I'm a huge Spider Man fan. Oh yeah. You know it. So uh Venom and Carnage. <sighs> would be insane. That would be really as cool. As a Halloween horror. So my idea in this is you're walking through and obviously Peter's there and stuff like that. And then he's warning you, kind of similar to how the ride what is. What are you
0: doing here? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then you walk in and it's the, symb- the symbiote and uh, oh man Venom just popping up with the long tongue and oh. the eerie teeth it, that would be so freaky but I would be here for it like I'd be terrified but at the same time I'd be like wow this is amazing so that kind of speaks to like The Last of Us where it's um or, and Stranger Things as well where it's like wow like they nailed the set design yeah. they nailed the character costumes all I of it. I mean it puts
0: you into like the movie or the show exactly. which is a crazy thing to be inside. Which
1: perfect set oh <laughs> pause <laughs> um <laughs> I
0: knew once I said that You were going to be like
1: We do not let slip ups (laughs) happen here So great segue from being uh, Immersed in a set design Is they have all of the lands For it and it's awesome And we saw them do a performance for it But a full Harry Potter Themed Halloween Horror Nights house With dark side antagonists only So like Voldemort is popping out The Death Eaters are popping out And um the Dementors are popping out.
0: I mean, I'm very surprised they haven't done that yet.
1: Yeah, because they love cash grabs. Yeah, and if they did a Harry Potter house, there obviously people would be visiting the Harry Potter lands. Yeah, but I would be. I would go right to that house. First if that house, was a thing. Yeah,
0: that would be cool. And we saw. Um, what are they called? The The the, death eaters, the death eaters, and they are scary. So I can imagine being in it because there was some light where we saw them. I can imagine being in a darker house, which is all that coming out at you. And I'm even the ride when we do the it's not
1: the Gringotts one in uh, in Universal, the bank ride.
0: No, not the bank ride. The other one when you're in the the castle, castle. that one scares me when they're like, who? Oh,
1: okay. (laughs) Ooh. scary ghost. But yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about it too. Not, not only just those characters, but you could go further with mm. locations. I mean, between the forbidden forest, that would be terrifying. Yes. The riddle house, that's terrifying. And then the you cemetery, could go, the cemetery. Yep. You could go to the ministry of magic and do some Ooh. stuff from the later movies. It's just, there's so much you could do within that Harry Potter universe.
0: And they obviously have the rights because uh, they have yeah. all of the the
1: rides in the land. So go for it. Just, Go for it and do it right. If you're going to do yeah. it, do it right. Baby, you can do it. You take your time, time, do it right. We can do it. That's baby. like the fourth song. Yeah, they asked for a me performance.
0: Nobody's they asking got three you for anything. You. They, anyway, called. they called. Okay, so we're going to do Quit Playing Games. We're going back to Would You Rather today because we want to. Uh, <laughs> Fair, good point. So uh, I think I... No, you started last time, so I'm going to go. Go for it. Would you rather live in a world where it's constantly snowing or raining every single day at all times? Snowing. Snowing?
1: I love the snow. I hate shoveling, but I love the snow. So you would
0: have to deal with taking that off your car, trying to get to work, the black ice, like when that gets dirty and all that. You're okay with that? I'm
1: okay with that because that means it's cold out. And I love the cold.
0: That's true. The only reason I understand that too is because we have dogs and trying to walk them in the rain is not it.
1: Yeah. The snow wouldn't be much better, but I mean, at least they'd be able to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, and I feel like it'd be so cute to watch them play in the snow (laughs) instead, but But
0: on the first day, the
1: rain, miserable having to drive in the rain, same reasons that you mentioned, but I just feel like for me. Doing it in the rain is worse than doing it in the snow, which is kind of stupid because snow is just rain. Cold, colder yeah. rain. <laughs> uh, wow, science podcast. <laughs> um, so anyways, would you rather live in the Last of Us universe or the Upside Down from Stranger Things?
0: Uh, the Last of Us. I feel like- You're bold. What? The Upside Down, though? Those bats were like- demon bats that just like ate how your body how my demons look bats. um this is a doja cat podcast so um they're like demon bats and then you have the demogorgon and then no the mind flare no i'm good <laughs> I'm good. Vecna. Off it. yeah and then Vecna's just like vibing and walking around he's like yo what's up Eric? he's like oh i want to lift you in the air real quick and i'm like no i'm not doing it not at least, I feel like Erica, there's, wake up. <laughs> I don't like this. I feel like there's weapons. I mean, obviously, in The Last of Us, they have like weapons and stuff. There wasn't really anything in the upside down. Well, they did grab guns from from the house, yeah, but
1: they grabbed it from the right side up. Yes, <laughs> and they brought it?
0: them down so the up, upside to the upside down. All right, go. I'll go next. Would you rather trust every run? Uh, ooh, every run. <laughs>
1: Would back. you rather
0: trust everyone without a thought or have a hard time trusting people? So if you met somebody and they could be the skeeviest person ever, you would just be like, yeah, I trust them. No,
1: the other one. So, so have a hard
0: time trusting yeah, people?
1: Yeah. Just make the, make the circle so small that it's a period.
0: <laughs> so it's just you? It's a bar. Okay.
1: <laughs> that I stole.
0: From uh, Drake?
1: No. Yes. Oh Anyways. My gosh. So yeah, I would do that. Just if you have people that you can trust, trust them. Wow, this is bad. Oof. Captain Obvious.
0: That was a uh, Magic Mike for, And
1: let's talk about that real quick <laughs> So Magic Mike 2 Has some of the worst dialogue In the history of movie
0: mm-hmm. And
1: there is a scene where they're about to do Their grand performance And they're trying to get this particular stage And Elizabeth Banks Who's a great actress <laughs>
0: fantastic,
1: Decides to roll out this line Where she goes and I quote That's a money spot You better go make money in that spot <laughs> And we sat there like, what in the world, hey
0: girl? You just said the same thing twice. You just
1: are we trying to make word count. Yeah, are you, that's ridiculous. So anytime that we say the same thing multiple times or just different versions of it, we say Magic Mike too. <laughs> so, wow, that's bad.
0: That was rough.
1: And now I'm replaying it, and that scene is so bad.
0: Oh, it's so bad. And they're like, yeah.
1: They get so hyped up, and I'm what? like, what in is the happening? World? Anyways, <laughs> go. Would you rather watch your most embarrassing childhood memory on a loop once a month or remember it once a day for the rest of your life?
0: Uh, watch it on a loop once a month.
1: Okay. And now I'm going to segue into a story because we actually do do that for you. For me. And the story I'm referring to is when the- you fell out of the bus. <laughs>
0: For real though, and
1: Ty, thank you so much for recording this video. <laughs>
0: no, um, Jess recorded it, and
1: Ty narrated yeah, it. Yeah, Ty and narrated it. That is what makes the video.
0: Yeah, we were in Colorado real quick, and um, we were at Pikes Peak. And it's one of the tallest like mount. It's not the tallest mountain because that's like Mount Fujiyama or whatever. Oh, Mount Fujiyama. Oh yeah. So um, chicken or rice. We- <laughs> We were there and um, we were mad because we couldn't find Ty and Jess. And so the last car was leaving to go back the last shuttle. And if you don't get on it, like you got to figure your way down yeah. to get there. So we're like, dang, we have to leave them. We can't find them or we're going to get stuck. And so we're on our way back and Jess is sitting in the car. And so she's so happy to see us and I'm so angry. And so I go to get out and I have no traction on my shoes and I fall right out of the bus. I'll I'll post this on Facebook. Oh man! I fall right out of the bus and everybody starts laughing and I just sit there and ty's making this whole narration and then the funniest part is the bus driver got mad at me he's like really are you serious and i was like am i serious for what i fell like i didn't do it on purpose
1: i've seen this video five times yes and i feel like each time i add layers to it so the most recent time i saw you fall which i feel bad for that was funny but in the moment i if i was there i it would have been hard for me not to (laughs) laugh Which is bad. But anyways, I hear doof, doof, doof down the (laughs) stairs and then Ty going, oh, 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 no. no. (laughs) And that is an iconic video that everyone needs to see. And I'm sure we'll find some embarrassing ones for me as well. Yeah, okay.
0: I'll throw it up on Facebook at The Weekly Drop and I'll also put it on Instagram at The Weekly Drop Pod. So it's my turn? Yes. Would you rather give up? And this is interesting because, well, let me say it. Would you rather give up showering for a month or give up the internet? You love the internet. Oh. Yeah. You're always on your phone. I do. So what would you do? I'd give up showering. You wanna
1: know why? You're disgusting. You wanna know why? I'll take baths. Oh, uh, I think baths. And that's and know. that's called a cheat code. You right can't there.
0: do that. So okay, so we're gonna take that out. What would you do?
1: So now since I can't take a bath, I would jump in the pool.
0: You're done. I'm done with you. So
1: anyways, okay. So if I'm not allowed to put water on myself, yeah. I will give up the internet. Okay. For how long? a month yeah that's easy yeah I could do it
0: then you would do none of this podcast
1: we'll just have to come up with stories
0: <laughs> millions of stories
1: which I could do I could just ramble for 45
0: minutes
1: yeah what do minutes, you know so. okay go oh nice so anyways <laughs> uh, would you rather do unlimited middle seat economy for life or one year extravagant first class accommodations
0: that's hard hmm uh, middle seat economy for life because yep, I, I can just fly whenever wherever, wherever. yeah the extravagant I want to do first so class nice. once in my life that would be awesome but it's like I don't need first class if I'm going up to New York real quick if I'm going to North Carolina like that's not a, a long trip if I'm going to like Italy sign me up yeah but I would rather do the middle seat and just hope whoever I'm sitting next to is cool and yeah. then get some kind of neck pillow so my neck stays <laughs> in the middle and doesn't Stabilizer. land on them. Yeah,
1: I would I would choose the same thing. So I, I same as you, I would want to experience the the extravagant first class mm-hmm. lifestyle. But if I could go anywhere at any time put me in the middle seat I already sit in the middle seat anyway because you want to see the whatever the water the land I'm conditioning you you're
0: welcome
1: middle seat mafia right here
0: that was episode four
1: the Doja episode the
0: Doja episode thank you so much for listening we appreciate it I mean it's just fun I love doing this with you and just talking about current events and whatever's going on in our life and having anybody relate to it if they can it's awesome I think every episode I'm going to be thankful like this i feel like i keep doing it but i just i feel really happy doing this and the feedback we get is awesome and if you do have any critiques we'll take it too we'd love to learn how to make it better make it more fun make it more informational whatever you want do you have anything to say
1: yeah and if you guys have anything that you want us to talk about or any stories that you're finding gripping and stuff that you just want to share with us do it because we will talk about it it doesn't matter to us. Just send it on over. We yeah. So really you care. can
0: send it on Instagram at the weekly drop pod. That's P O D at the end of that. Or on Facebook at the weekly drop. You can also send it to my personal Instagram page at Erica Janine on air
1: and me at M Hall 22. And I'd like to leave us with this quote. Ooh. And it is I just want all my friends to be happy.
0: <laughs> Picture of sunset. Picture of sunset. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's stupid.